Welcome to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Bryant. And I'm your co-host, Jordan Marzon. And we're here with the next episode in the Strong Enough series, here on the Practical Family Podcast. This episode series is specifically for you, mamas, because we are here to tell you that you are already enough. Yep, you are strong enough to handle the craziness that life throws at you. And Practical Family is here specifically to strengthen moms for real-life struggles. This is a podcast to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace. You know, moms, there are so many things that convince us that we're not enough and that trying harder is the only solution. And unmet expectations frustrate us. Comparison steals our joy. Hoping others will change isn't realistic. More usually isn't better. And so we're saying, enough already. Mama, you are already enough. Let us help you explore some super practical ways to tap into your strengths and give the best of yourself to your family. Well, Jordan, it's the month of June. Happy birthday! It's our birthday month, Jordan! (laughs) I'm so excited. Do you know what also is a little creepy? Is that our home care expert, Trisha Childers, Yeah. her birthday is the same as mine. That's a little weird. We didn't plan that out. <laughs> you, I you, did, you didn't purposely like go on Facebook and be like, I need friends who have the exact same birthday as me. There's one strategy. Just yeah. Facebook stock people with the same birthday. Ooh. Maybe you'll be friends because you and I are three days apart. Yeah. Two. That's crazy. Three days and ten years. Well, yeah, yeah you know, basically <laughs> basically neighbors. But that's a theory that maybe we're friends just because we were all born in June. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, your closest friends were all the ones that were born in the same month or the same week or the same day as you? Like, don't you feel somehow akin to people who are You do. That you close? You sincerely do. There's just something about the numbers that feel like they don't lie. But then it gets blown out of the water when your best friend is, like, born in, you know, November, and you're like, oh, dang it. <laughs> like, am I even allowed to like you? And you forget their birthday every year. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. So there's a special bond, but it's completely unexplainable. Yeah, it is. But it is hard to make friends, isn't it? It is. And that's what our episode is about today. It is. That's why I suggested <laughs> Facebook stalking people just for the same birth. That you could try the same last name. You could try. You, that's just one theory. Could that's work. true. What kind of qualities do we look for in friends? What What are we supposed birthdays. to look for? Birthdays first. <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> do your birthdays line up? That is important. Sounds uh, like we're promoting like astrology right now. I know. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> it's a joke. We're just excited, guys. It means we get to eat cake. Okay. We I get know. to hang out together and eat cake. So. You know, I eat my favorite breakfast on my birthday. What's your favorite breakfast? Like breakfast food. And it's just your breakfast. <laughs> I eat my favorite breakfast. What kind? Breakfast. Okay. Breakfast all day breakfast food. That's Breakfast amazing. for dinner. That's how you do it. So we're going to celebrate, and it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm going to get all these gift cards in the mail from IHOP now, from listeners. <laughs> Just, yeah, from IHOP, yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Made me think of Bob Evans, but we don't have Bob Evans here. What is Bob Evans? What is Bob Evans? <laughs> oh, folks. I guess world. it's an East Coast thing. It's just, but it's just a very <laughs> casual family style restaurant that also very traditionally serves breakfast. So just pancakes, mm. eggs, bacon. It's kind of like Denny's, Ooh, maybe. We must visit this Bob. 
I know you really don't have to. <laughs> For sure, you can find some better options. But if you if you want to, you could. So okay, there we go, guys. Jen doesn't know what Bob Evans is. I mean, leave a comment. Let us know. Do you know what Bob Evans is? Am I crazy? Have I been hallucinating? I don't know. <laughs> Who is this Bob, and where is he, and why does he serve good breakfast? <sighs> so we're going to be celebrating at Bob Evans, fictionally, with our friends, right? Sure. Because you have friends, right? Oh, friends. Yes, I have friends. I think I have friends. You think you I don't friends? know because have, being forced to stay away from my friends this, I don't <laughs> this whole three going on three months now. Oh my gosh, they just extended the stinking COVID deadline. So the stay at home order. Yeah, yeah. So we're in more months. So we worked so hard to build all these friendships. Now our birthdays are coming up, and now we don't even know if we still have friends to go out and have <laughs> breakfast food with. Yeah. So I miss my friends. I do, but we do have a chance to connect. And you know, the thing about friendship is being intentional about connection right because it is a two-way street it is a relationship just like your marriage is just like you need to work on your marriage you got to work on your friendship relationship and I've heard from some people I know a lot of military wives too that move around a lot they have to make new friends every few years or so Mm. and what you end up with is friends all over the country and that's a good thing but the other thing is you have to start over every few years you know and that's tough that's a really tough place to be because sometimes it's like well should I try Again, the last time I tried, it was hard, or I don't feel like I really connected with anyone in a meaningful way. And yeah. And is there any point if I'm just going to get PCS'd in three years, or whatever your situation is, finding a group of people to go have pancakes with on your birthday is actually harder than it sounds. It's a lot harder than ordering pancakes, that's for sure. It is. And it, I don't know, it's like dating. It feels well, like dating, doesn't it? <laughs> It does. Like, do you want to go get pancakes? Do you like pancakes? What if they don't like pancakes? Then what? You're in trouble. It does feel like dating, but it feels like friend dating. There's this hilarious video. (laughs) I was busting a gut at these ladies. They made a video and put it on Facebook called uh, Mom Dating, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. It's super funny. But yeah, it's it's all about just who's going to make the first move? And then should I text her? Is it too early to text her? (laughs) I don't know. I felt all these things with mom friends and people you really want to connect with, but you're not sure if you're compatible. Like, are your kids the same age? Are you going to get along? Or do you have the same personality even? Or are your personalities compatible? This goes back to our personality episode again about just how to, you know, realize what kind of person you are and how like not everybody is that way, but it's okay, you know? Yeah. And so you kind of have to assess all those things all together and decide, okay, is this someone I really want to spend time with, not mm-hmm. the rest of my life with? Like, you're not going to marry them, but like, is this, is this <laughs> but it's still a very serious relationship? Yeah. Let's be real. And is this someone who's worthy of my time, but also who I want to really spend my time with? Because our time is valuable, especially mm-hmm. when we're busy moms, especially, especially if we're homeschooling moms. Like, we only have so much time to give mm-hmm. to our external, out of the house relationships. Yeah. Right? And you want them to have quality. So, today we were thinking about how do you curate a friend group? Because there is, there is intentionality that goes into it. I mean, some of us, some of my friends, I'm blessed enough, they struck me out of the blue and it just clicked. And thank you, Jesus, for those friends. But there have been other times where you've, I've really had to put myself out there with intention to find some friends in a new season of life in particular. After you move or when you're, if you're military or if you just got married and your friends aren't, if you had babies and your friends aren't, all those are new seasons that you might need to find yourself curating a new friend group. And so, Jen, you actually talked about 
the four kinds of people that you need to look for out there in the world when you're trying to gather a healthy bunch of friends, right? Yeah, you know, and I took this from actually a business, tra- I think it was a business training a number of years ago, but it really struck me in the area of friendships because you got your VIPs, your VRPs, your VTPs, and your VDPs. Whoa, okay? whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if you caught all that, but I'll go over it again. <laughs> your VIPs are your very inspirational people. These are the people who inspire you to move forward, to be better than you are, to be, these are generally people you wanna emulate, maybe mentors, maybe just that woman who's a few steps ahead of you that just inspires you and there's nothing threatening about them. They're just, wow, I just love, you know, to see what she creates or to mm-hmm. see how she does life or how she talks to her kids or whatever. People who just inspire you. You want to spend more time with them than anything. Mm-hmm. Then you got your VRPs, your very resourceful people. These are the moms who maybe they always know what, where the, to find the best deals at Target. They're always there with their <laughs> Target cart app or whatever. Or they know about great homeschooling curriculum or they mm-hmm. know about great summer programs for the kids or something. But the point is these are people who naturally gather information and love to disseminate it, right? Mm-hmm. I love to be resourceful here on the Practical Family Podcast, but I also love to come across with that inspiration that, come on moms, we can do that or we can do this. Like I love being that for other people, but I need people to be that for me as well well so that I can keep moving forward too. And then your VTPs, you got to have very teachable people in your life. And these are people who can actually learn from you, people who you can impart your own experience and wisdom to. Because all of our experiences, like we can't just let them sit there. Like we have to kind of let them drain out into and onto other people, sort of like a discipleship relationship like the Bible talks about. You got to have that Paul Timothy communication going on and the thing about having very teachable people in your life is that it's a joy to be around folks who just love to learn new things who don't think they have it all together or know it all like they're just like oh thank you for that and they're grateful they have these hearts of gratitude that not only are getting from you but they're grateful to be there and they're willing to give also Mm -hmm. the fourth type of person now okay You want to spend a collective 90% of your time with the top three people I just mentioned, the inspirationals, the resourcefuls, and the teachables. You kind of want to try to just spend 10% of your time with the VDPs, the very draining people. (laughs) But unfortunately, these are the people in our lives who are negative. They complain a lot, and they could be very prideful in the way that they approach things, or they could be constantly trying to compensate for something. And what people like this do in on this unhealthy place, they will drain the life out of you. Mm. And if you have a choice to be around them or not, recognize where you're placing your time. If you can place the majority of your time with people who are inspirational, resourceful, teachable, and people who you can learn from as well, please place yourself in that space. The draining folks, I mean, they're just kind of around. And maybe at some point in your life, you have been draining. But maybe you have grown. I have been that draining person (laughs) before. I know I have. Because I have found myself there when I'm in these places of of deep insecurity or, Mm -hmm. or despair or depression. And I just need that extra. Like I needed to see a therapist in those times, you know. Yeah. 
And so the difference between folks who inspire you and folks who drain you is it's their choice, but it's also your choice to be around them or not. And you can choose that. And we'll talk more about the VDPs toward the end of the episode. But right now we want to help you to find your people. How can we do that? How? How? Is there an app? Like there's Tinder for dating or Match.com for dating. I'm like, we need a Match.com for like adult friends where does that happen right from mom friends i bet there is I'm an app searching. out there i know if there is tell us because obviously we need it i like this quote i saw on facebook that says i keep hearing it takes a village to raise a child do they just show up or there's like a number to call or <laughs> what like how the heck do i find my village and we keep seeing in mom circles yeah it takes a village right we gotta work together right yes we do and it's one thing to have a bunch of friends in like a Facebook group and mm-hmm. like a commonality type of group and it's a great place to get resources and information but when you don't have those people around you and you can't like hug someone's neck literally like when it's legal to hug people's <laughs> necks again if we don't have those face-to-face moments with people we're missing out on a lot of natural connectivity that God actually wired us for we are hashtag better together okay <laughs> jack johnson's gonna love us <laughs> we're better together so we got to start by taking some risks i do yeah. and unfortunately if you're in a season of looking for friends you're probably gonna have to take the first step which you probably already knew but i'm sorry to to reiterate it so boldly you got to put yourself out there And and it is scary because I think we all have a lot of insecurities, especially in new circles, but it does require being willing to change and being willing to admit that some of your old friendships might have shifted because even relationships tend to go through cycles and seasons. Mm -hmm. We just want to encourage you that it might be time to not get stuck and it might be time to go look for some new circles as well. And so to do that, you got to start dating around a little. You got to start shopping around for some friends. It's like, they're not going to come find you on your couch. It's just like your husband probably did not find you on your couch. That's probably unlikely. You probably had to go somewhere, whether it was church or school or something. You were out of your house when it happened. (laughs) Most likely. Most likely. I'm just saying. (laughs) Most likely. But the first thing you need to do, just like when you're dating, is to kind of get yourself ready. I love that cliche that runs around like the Christian circles that like, before you start looking for the perfect mate, you need to be the perfect mate. Like you need to like <laughs> deal with your own stuff first. And that it holds true in friend relationship as well. Yeah, there is so much truth in that. So we really need to think about what we feel like we need in a friend because we can inadvertently be dumping our baggage all over new people and (laughs) not be connecting with very many. I know I have done this before. I'm kind of a natural oversharer. If you didn't notice, I mean, I have a podcast, so like, (laughs) I like to share things. (laughs) But when I meet someone new, I just, I get into the conversation so much that I like, I share, like I tell my life story and it's like, stop it, Jen. They didn't ask for your life story. Just like ask them questions about them. Be a better listener, Mm -hmm. right? It kind of goes along with that. Like when we are used to constantly talking and sharing because we absolutely need to feel heard, that can kind of backfire when it comes to making connections because friends want to know that you care about them. People want to see that you see them as much as they see you Mm -hmm. and that there's a mutual thing to be shared. And we don't need to go all in all at once. I am so guilty of that. (laughs) And I find myself needing to pull back. 
let it write out. Let it write out and let time and let the Lord work and see where it goes. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can't be so desperate to connect that kind of give away everything on the first it's date. It's kind of just like dating. It is. It's like you don't meet them and then start making out. It's just, it's a little too much and you're going to freak them out. Like, it's true. Because we do. We tend to just be like, hi, my name's Jordan. And here's my deepest, darkest secret. So I'm going to tie this in. Yeah. So I was reading my utmost for his highest this morning and, you know, God is good. And so the first thing it was about was about friendship. But the point it was making is that our friendship with God, one of the deepest signs of having a truer, deeper friendship is not that we share our deepest, darkest secrets with somebody. It's actually that we share our littlest, truest joys with Mm. each other. And that just was a really sweet thought that I don't think I'd ever processed before because sometimes we wear our hurt on our sleeve and it can be so easy to just vomit our pain to somebody but a true mark of really becoming closer to somebody as a friend is being able to share the teeny tiny joys the little things that make us happier and so that's true with our relationship with God and with other people so keep that in mind that sometimes we use pain as a false relationship accelerator Mm. And to just be careful of that and throwing too much fuel on the fire too quick. Mm. I love that. Wow. That is awesome. It's yeah. about shared joys, not just shared pain. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that it can be both. I love that. Wow. So putting yourself out there, th- there's a lot to that. There's a lot of risk to be taken. There's a lot of fear, the fear of, you know, being accepted or not. Being accepted into the fold, into the group, into the, you know, will they understand me? Will they, yeah. will they get me, you know? And while I've asked all these questions of myself too, I have to constantly check back in with, well, okay, what does God say of me? Mm-hmm. Do, am I truly grounded and rooted in the love of Christ first? Do I know that he loves me? Therefore, do I love and appreciate the woman that he's made me to be and that he's growing me to be mm-hmm. enough to be able to put myself out there confidently to the world, yes. to connect with them? Not that you have to have it all together in order to make friends. That's not what we're saying at all. But what we're saying is, do you have that lifeline connection to your creator first so that you don't depend on friends Mm. to define you yeah so we can't walk in to new friendships expecting them to do all that for us we need to do that work ourselves you know the second point we want to bring up is to check in with yourself by checking your own personality we did an episode uh, episode 85 called discovering your unique personality where we talk about how different enneagram types fit into what we understand about ourselves and there we have every enneagram type almost every enneagram type <laughs> speaking about what makes them them like what their strengths are what their natural connective points are and you know making sure that you check in with who you know you are what strengths you naturally have are you that investigator are you intuitive are you more of that counselor type are you a go-getter are you a very happy joyful person like what are the strengths that bubble to the surface first for you and Mm -hmm. then you know what you have to offer to other people because it's it's making room for your friends to use their strengths in your life by knowing what you are already bringing to that table too and it's also important to be vulnerable because it allows them to step up and to be strong with you 
you know the strength of your friendships is going to be based on who you know you already are and then who they are and are you willing to grow together as you both depend on God to define your life and not by each other mm-hmm I like what Sally Clarkson says. I listened to her podcast called At Home with Sally. I highly recommend it. She's an amazing author and speaker and encourager to women. She was speaking about different personality types in terms of introverts and extroverts. And she says, whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, because you are loved by Christ, he wants you to initiate that love to others. And I thought, what a great quote for our friendship episode, because when we know that we're in him, mm-hmm. we're going to be Christ-like and want to share that with other people, yeah. you know, and want to connect with others, not just sharing the gospel, of course, but also connecting with the larger body of Christ in a really authentic way. And this really just brings out the difference between somebody searching for a friend for yourself to fill your own personal need of human connection, and then a Christian searching out other people to share Christ's love with them in community. Mm -hmm. So where on that spectrum are you? It's a good question. A scripture, actually a couple of scriptures I want to bring up is that in order to remember how loved we are, I think we need to look back at Christ's sacrifice. And I love this verse from Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we don't need to lift up any pretenses. We don't need to pretend that we're someone in order to be accepted by someone else to like us more. We just need to know that we're worthy because God gave that to us. It's that grace and it's that compassion. And knowing that our friends are human too and that we're all worthy of love because our great God sacrificed for us, we're more likely to be easier on ourselves and then be easy on someone else when we meet them for the first time or want to build a relationship with them, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is grace. And the other scripture that hit me was Proverbs 17, 17. And it simply is, a friend loves at all times. Mm -hmm. At all times. At all times. Uh. (laughs) Even when... You're a VDP (laughs) or something like that. They are, you are, a very draining person because let's be honest, none of us are perfect. And once in a while, we are all going to be a little bit draining. But a friend loves it all times. And guess who that's on? You, Christian, to start first with the loving all the time, which is hard, but it does produce so much fruit for the kingdom. And because that's how God created us to be in community, loving on each other. Yeah. So the point here of this episode is that you are strong enough. And we're going to break up the strong and the enough. First of all, you are strong because you have incredible gifts to bring to a friendship. You need to identify your friendliest strengths. (laughs) Learn to identify what's good what you have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And it's not selfish or arrogant to say that out loud because yes. you have to know what you bring to the table. And you are enough because you are valuable right where you are. You are worthy of the love and the care of a friend, a human friend. <laughs> Jesus is our friend, but you are worthy of a friend's attention. Be open to new possibilities and learn to reciprocate that friendship well. If you're ready to go on Facebook right now and join a Mommy and Me group and commit to showing up on Wednesday, if that's legal where you are due to COVID restrictions, <laughs> if you're ready to commit to that, if you're in a place of joy where you're ready to start looking for new friends, we encourage you to go out there because guess what? There's no magic tip. 
you literally just have to go outside and start talking to people. So with God's grace and the encouragement, knowing that you are loved by him and that he has created you to send you out into the world, go make friends. Go talk to three people. We dare you. It's going to be awesome to see what he does in your life and in your friendships. But if you're in a place where your heart is hurting, and Jen, I'm so thankful that I've been protected from this for the most part. I have my one best friend who has been my best friend since we were like eight years old and we have just loved each other like sisters. And so thankfully I've never really been hurt by relationships, but I have heard some horror stories about friendships that have gone wrong and have left people with some really big woman friendship induced wounds. Yeah. Friendship PTSD is real. It's very real. And past letdowns can, it can teach our brains that friends can't be trusted. So when we go through anything hard or hurtful, it's a type of trauma to our brain and our memory. With PTSD, just like when they talk about soldiers coming home from war and they're hearing explosions, you know, you can have experienced an explosive relationship or a very, very maybe manipulative or one-sided toxic relationship with another woman and it can affect the way that you feel about yourself and your future and so then you start to expect explosions everywhere in new friendships and new relationships and you can start seeing bombs when there are none you know this is a concept that was made real to me through lisa joe baker's book called never unfriended which is i highly recommend that you pick up and read through that it's an excellent book but she goes through the ideas of this ptsd that we can experience in really bad friendships betrayals etc but Instead of talking all about that today, we have invited Mary DeMuth to talk about that in our next episode. So Mary DeMuth and I actually go down the list of seven deadly friendships and how you can look at those types of toxic relationships and realize, wow, have I put myself in this situation? Have I been this kind of friend in the past? Maybe without knowing it. And then how to heal from that and see Jesus and see that relationship with Jesus and how he models friendship in a very healthy way as a shepherd. So make sure that you don't miss that episode because it's going to be a good one and almost a second part to this one. And we just pray healing over you today. If you've been hurt or if you feel lost or confused or just don't know how to connect right now, maybe you need to shift and make some new friends in the new season that you're in. I want to encourage you to pray. Pray right now. I've been in seasons where I have so desperately needed friends, new friends who understood the new season of life I was in. And I prayed and I asked God, please send them to me or please help to show me where I need to put myself in order to be open to these possibilities. So we're going to pray for you today. Can we end Can we end this by praying for them? I think we're allowed to. Because this is hard. We're allowed to? Hashtag America. Is it? <laughs> we're allowed to do all sorts of things. <laughs> freedom of speech. Freedom of prayer. Praise the Lord. Okay, here we go. Lord God, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for friendships. Thank you for connecting us. Thank you for wiring us to connect to others in meaningful ways and for making us better together lord you've told us to not forsake gathering together in fellowship in one accord to stay together in unity as a church as a body of christ but also as people who are walking with you and moving with you 
And God, I pray for the mama listening right now who just feels lost. Maybe she feels hurt by past friendships. Maybe she doesn't know where to start. Maybe she feels like she's too much. Maybe someone has made her feel like she's too much or not enough for real friendships. Lord, I pray that you'd bring down any of those mental, emotional barriers for someone right now and help her to see how you're leading her toward the next season of life and to find that really genuine friendship that she needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, this has been Jen Bryant. And Jordan Marzon. With the Practical Family Podcast. And we are here to help strengthen moms for real life struggles. To help you discover your gifts and embrace grace. 